So, um, today's Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday, the Passion of the Lord is its full title. And we celebrate this or observe this on the third week of our coronavirus lockdown. And in that context, I want to, from the Passion narrative, and if you want to read it at home, it's, it's Matthew chapters 26, 27. I want to draw three things out of that text. Um, the reference to sadness, the reference to darkness, and the Lord's call to his disciples to stay awake with me. Now when I read that text and I read about there being darkness over all the land, I pretty obviously thought about the darkness that feels like it's hanging over the whole earth today. That we're in an odd time. I think a lot of us started this lockdown, the first week of it, um, maybe enjoying the sunshine, maybe enjoying the change of routine. But then as the time's gone on, as we've heard increasing reports of the numbers of deaths, increasing reports, worries about the long-term effects on our economy and people's suffering that way, it's hard not to have a sense of darkness hanging over us. Well, so my first observation to you is that there was darkness in the passion. So darkness is real now. Well, darkness was real then. And God was there in the midst of that darkness. And he's here now in the midst of our darkness, even as we struggle to, to sense how he is here. So my second observation is about sadness, the sadness of the Lord, which in that gospel narrative was when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, the agony in the garden he experienced there. And it described how he felt that he experienced sadness, that as he put it, he was sorrowful and troubled, even until death. So how does God feel about our situation? Is he remote? Is he indifferent? Well, no. No, he feels, he cares, he has sadness. And this is a, an important part of our Christian revelation of what God is like. That the gods of the pagans were fickle or unreliable. The gods of the philosophers are typically remote and indifferent. But the one true God, the God revealed in Jesus Christ, he, he cares, he's involved. And he took human flesh so that he can feel with us, feel our sadness. So darkness, sadness. A third and final observation about how we should respond to this. Well, God knows what we're like. God knows that we're weak. So what did he say to Peter, James and John? Peter, James and John being that chosen three, that even among the chosen twelve, this was the three picked out to be with him on the mountaintop, to be with him 
in the agony in the garden. Well, he knew even his chosen three weren't strong, that they were weak. He said of them, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he said to them, stay awake, keep watch with me. Well, surely he says something similar to us today. That as we are tempted to be bored, tempted to be fearful, tempted to be irritable, tempted to respond in all kinds of the odd little ways that this stress causes to us. Well, let's stay with him. Let's not spiritually drift off, spiritually go to sleep. Let's spiritually stay awake with him. So to bring that all together, let's think of the cry of the Lord Jesus on the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And when he said those words, the people listening didn't understand what he meant. That some thought he was calling for Elijah. The Roman soldiers seemed to understand a bit more. They said, surely this is a son of the gods. A son, but not the son, they didn't really understand. Well, the truth of what was going on, the truth of what he meant, well, the scripture scholars point out this phrase, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, is the first line of Psalm 22, which is why we use Psalm 22 as the responsorial psalm at Mass today. And that psalm is a psalm of trust in God. It starts out with somebody pouring out their troubles to God. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But it ends with trust and confidence that in the midst of their troubles, they can entrust them to the Lord. Well, as Jesus said this prayer, he was trusting to the Father, even amidst that suffering. And so should we trust also. So to conclude, back to my three points. There was darkness over the earth then, as there is darkness now. God was involved and felt sadness then, and he's involved and feels with us now. And he calls on us not to give up, not to spiritually go asleep, to stay awake with him, because he's here with us.